Does hurricane damage negatively impact your real estate value? Is this a trick question? Everybody. My name is Barry Horvath, and this is Moving Forward TV with your local market update. And I am Dylan Gaston. Thank you for joining us today. So we're so excited about today's show, mostly because we have Dunkin' Donuts right now. <laughs> and that makes us happy. Hey, there's nothing better than Dunkin' Donuts during hurricane season. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I know, right? You have yeah. a hurricane and you need a you need a coffee. So it's hard to believe like hurricane season has it's come is, upon us. We're in the middle of it. Yeah. And, and so far, only one. Thank God. Yeah. Right? Two. Two. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was the table talking. <laughs> the wow. table says two. That's the amazing. table is smarter than me. <laughs> I know. I like our table. It's very wise. It's very wise. So, so know, the question is, though, which we were pretty surprised at the answer. Does it affect? Does it affect the value I, of real estate? I would absolutely say... It slaughters the values. That's just, you know, without knowing what I know now. I know. I would have thought, oh, it destroyed it because people are afraid to build in those areas. They think mm -hmm. um, that a hurricane destroys their home and no one's going to want to live there. Well, I, I can remember actually um, standing in the grocery store line and somebody had said, you know, everybody, of course, is like getting water because a hurricane is on its way. And there was a woman in front of me and she was saying she was from California and she was, she was done. She, was, she couldn't handle the anticipation of watching the hurricane come across <laughs> the Atlantic. Right. So she was just like totally freaking out. She said, I'm going back to California. I'd rather deal with earthquakes any day. But at least with hurricanes, <laughs> you have a warning. Right. With an earthquake, there's no warning. I mean, you know, we're all staring at spaghetti models for like two I, weeks, right? I know. That, and I guess that she found that personally, I would rather. You know, all, I don't know. We're in an earthquake. All of a sudden, next thing you know, you know, you're like in the midst of it. That's, yeah, I, that would freak me out. Total, me too. So, at least but with a hurricane, you can own. prepare. You can, right. You can embrace you the can, situation. You can batten down your hatches. Yeah, so you, you can, can have protect a hurricane your party. home. So the question comes down to, so of course we all think, yes, it is going to affect our real estate value. We were kind of surprised at some of the statistics. So it says basically that right after we had Irma come through last year and Texas had um, Harvey, right? Yes. And then Puerto Rico had Maria. So lots of hurricanes last year and it devastated the areas that it did hit. Obviously we here in Florida did get hit pretty hard smack dab middle of the state the entire state was in a declared disaster area right after that the home sales in the state of florida dropped by 50 percent that's the values yes that is pretty pretty big so the values dropped or the number of sales dropped? number of sales dropped okay okay so it but it's apparently very short-lived because just two months later Everything is back up again. So you're telling so me people have a short-term People in Florida have short-term memories. <laughs> and even, yeah, um, was it um, Harvey that hit Texas, right? Harvey hit Texas. And all that flooding, same thing there. Same thing. For two months it was down, sales yep. were slow, yep. and I think what happens is people rebuild 
remodel and right. then they all jump in back in. And everybody's fear is that it's going to affect their value because oh now it's a, you know, it's not like it's a car that was in, you know, water damaged from, you know, a, a hurricane or a flood or something like that. The homes are rebuilt, they're redone and if you did have flooding, I believe it's disclosed. Yes. You guys would know better than than we. Um, and and people want the house anyway. So right. Well, let's face it, today's homes are built much to sustain better. hurricanes. They put the new, you know, the new strapping, the the new, the new roof styles. Uh, I mean, they're just made. The windows now are made, right? And I think too, um, maybe um, they're being remodeled. So that remodeled home brings up values in an area. And so, that's exactly what what happens. Yeah, exactly. So, so everybody they figure we're remodeling anyway. We're you know, fixing all this hurricane damage, we may as well redo the bathroom. Now we got new tile floors or whatever. So, and that could be part of the situation. So, so the values are not not. Um, that's the bottom negatively. line. We were kind of surprised. Yeah. So who are buying these houses that whether they're hurricane damaged or not? My repaired. Yeah. So you know what? Just to go back to what you're saying, rental values. Oh yeah. Also. Rentals, yes, yes, yes. I also go up in value even after a hurricane. So go figure. And right now, we all know the rental market is really high out there. A lot of you real estate professionals out there, when somebody calls you about a rental, I know most of you are saying, have you thought about buying? Because the mortgage um, payments are typically less than, than sometimes what they can get with a rent, the same or less. So I know a lot of you are... Um, Talking and especially by the time they put down first month's rent, last month's rent, sure, security, security deposit, all of that stuff, oh, they have a, a down payment. And you need a pet fee, you know. Right, and a pet fee. So, in any event, so who is who is our target market right now? Well, I'll tell you who's buying. Okay. You ready for this? I am. Single older women. I knew that. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> um, did you find it on a dating site? No, what? <laughs> because just a lot of the files that I've been working on lately are single women. Yeah. Not necessarily all older, but a lot of them yes. are single so, older women. I mean, let's women. face it. The number one homeownership people in the country are families, couples. Right. Number one. Yep. Absolutely. Bar, bar none. But right there behind them, single older women. Yes. In fact, it says, one moment, let me get my, my statistics out here. So it said... Last year, single older women made up 8.2% of all home buyers, roughly double what it was 20 years ago. Single older women. These women are also buying homes. I love this one. They're also buying homes at a rate of nearly twice as their man, male com, um, counterparts. So the men, older men. I don't men, know where the so men are going, say, but the women are buying houses. <laughs> you know what the men are doing? The men are shacking up with them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Probably. So the statistics, the article goes on to say that um, a lot of divorces, you know, people wait until after the, the children are right. out of college, out of, you know, whatever, and then they get divorced, sadly. Right. And, you know, I don't know where the guys are going, like I, I said, but the women are going out and buying and, houses. And when you're saying single older women, you mean women over 55. 55, and, and, right, and yeah. up. Now, coming up, we've got some statistics on millennials on why they may not be buying. And we're going to tell you more about that in just a minute.
All right, we're back, everybody. Hi, back. Hi. Aha. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know what's so? You know what's so funny? What, See what happens when yes. it's late in the day. <laughs> I know we talked about the lunch and learns when I was telling my bad jokes, and I said, "Don't worry, it's going to get funnier." And you said, "No, it's not." No, it's not. <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> did you it's notice the, the, everyone on this side of the room where I was standing cracked out? Yeah, it's not going to get any funny. I'm like, did I say that out loud? I know. Yeah. So anyway. I said, no, it's not. So I'm, speaking of our lunch and learns, the biggest feedback we do, because we do a monthly lunch and learn for our real estate partners and professionals. Many of you come to. Yeah, yesterday we had 53 people show know, up. Thank you nice. to everybody who came. And uh, it was a great learning experience, but they're always asking for marketing help. But you know what? Right. What we're covering marketing, right now. Marketing, marketing, marketing. That's the number one request we get. You got to know, you know, it's so funny. I talked to um, different companies on how they market and what they do. And mm -hmm. I think what we do works. And I think you need to find your niche and figure out what works for you. But I think you need to target those. You know, you not only need to know what's selling, but who's buying. Right. And if you're not targeting those people, then you're wasting your time right. or spending a lot of um, precious dollars that you shouldn't be. So right. single women, that's, you know, that's single, older, single women, older women, market so, to those single older right. women. If, if you're marketing just to millennials, because we've known for you know a little while now that millennials were doing a lot of the buying, then you're missing the whole boat on single older women who have sold their their big house and they're downsizing and the kids are out of the house now and they're buying something and small. You got to market to them or, as well. Or they're, I hate to say this, but they're divorced. Well, that's what most of them are. And they got, says. you know, they got half of the ex's right. assets, assets. So they have their money to put down and house. buy. Mm -hmm. Or they took over their A lot their of them pension. are cash buyers too, yeah. which of course we don't like in our side of the transaction, but you guys love it. Absolutely. So anyway, so single women, you want to target them to marketing. Yep. And then... And know, I don't want to, if I can, no. not just the older women. This is my show. <laughs> not just the older women. I know that's what the statistics say, but personally speaking, right here in our area, I have done so many single younger women, and I think I've said that before too. And A lot of nurses and um, uh, professionals. Um, teachers. Teachers. Yep. Single women, young women as well, are also out there buying houses. Yeah, first time home buyers. More than, I have done more than twice as many single well, women as I've done single men. And, and do you think maybe it's because they are educating themselves more on, you know, the fact that buying can be less expensive than renting? They want to get out of, you know, yes. the, the house. Um, I do. They're looking at maybe the possible tax advantages, the appreciation possibly of home ownership, the well, pride of home ownership. And they're looking at, I could either, you know, being smart, I could either rent for $1,500 a month, this nice house, right? or I could buy it, sure. and my mortgage payment is about 1200 a month. So guys, you need to step it up, okay? Step it up, guys. You know, let's go, you know. <laughs> Time but, to buy. All right, so let's talk about millennials, because we did some research on millennial buyers, and I want you guys to consider targeting them as your prospects right again. and don't say oh yeah 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 we've heard it we've heard it we've heard it yes so, we've all heard it because it's true yeah and they are buying but a lot of them aren't because they're not educated yet on that's that's the biggest part i think that's the biggest challenge that we all have maybe it's not marketing ideas we need to figure out how to educate again the single men out there as well as the millennials and stuff because here's some of the research that we've done well Let's talk about the barriers. Okay. 
So in the research that we've done, what are the barriers? What yeah, are the what? things that are stopping the millennials or whomever from going to buy a house? Well, I'm going to tell you, so things are should different. Should we drum roll it? No, we shouldn't drum roll it. Because <laughs> it's not that exciting. But it is. It's important enough. It is. You know, things are different because when the baby boomers came out, remember, they got right. married younger. People I found are that waiting. part very interesting. People are waiting to get married. I know. They, in the baby boomer generation, they all got, like, by 22, they were married with a house and a kid on the way. Exactly. Now, it's 26, 28, and even into, into their, their 30s. 30s. Before so, they, they get married. So, the market has changed. Yes. So, it's shifted. So, um, you know, and I think that couples, when they were young, they would be willing to, you know, they, they save, they save, they save. Right. And they want to do, you know, they would skip a vacation or two or three or whatever it took to get that down payment right. for a house. So, but in today's millennial, they're not willing to skip vacation. No. They want to go out to eat. Yeah. They want to have a glass of wine with dinner or two or three right. or whatever. And they want to Uber home. And they want to play and they want all their toys and everything else. So, so they're not willing to save. So here's the reality. There's though. no sacrifice. No, there's not. But I'm going to tell you, though, in our research... 53% of the millennials' first and biggest barrier was they feel they can't afford the down payment. So here's what we have to say to the millennials as far as that goes. There are many down payment assistance programs oh my that gosh. are out there and that are available. And they and need to research that and take a look at it. They might not qualify and fit into all of them, but at the very least, try. Can I say something to that? Yes. If you're a real estate professional and you're watching this show, you need to get out and educate yes. these millennials on options they may have to buy their first home. And the down payment, even when they, without, you know, going down the down payment assistance um, path, and we all, we it's all, small, as little as 3% down. USDA is 100% financing. And maybe VA, 100% percent financing. And even conventional, there's still 3% down programs. I think a lot of people, whether they're millennials or not, but they have the stigma in their head that they need 20% down. They need a big down payment. All I, all I have is $6,000. Right. That can get and them you know into what? a house. And this is my this is my favorite. I don't want to pay PMI, so they I'm going to save more money, and they do. But what's happening right now is home values continue to go up, right? So it costs more, and rates continue to go up. Okay, so we got more ideas on this and programs and and the barriers of why millennials aren't buying, and we need your help to get the word out. We'll be back right after this. Hi, I'm Jerry from Hot Locks Hair Salon. We are conveniently located at 13414 US Highway 19 in Hudson. I've been a local hairstylist in our community for the last 34 years, seven of which I was an educator. Our passion is the artistry of hair, and Hot Locks is here to help you achieve your perfect image. You can call us at 727-514-9978.
You know what I love about our show? What? Us. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something good. <laughs> we are good. No, we're good. We're fun. We're fun. And we try to, you know what, the home buying process. We crack us up anyway. Yeah, we think we're funny. But you don't think I get funnier. That's the best part. <laughs> All right, we're that talking about funny. millennials. Yes. And they're buying and why, trends. And the barriers, and why they're not jumping off the fence yeah. and to buy a house. Because yeah. there's So we already said 53% of them think they can't afford the down payment. You as a real estate professional, go after them and educate them and tell them, wait a minute, you yes, might be you able to get in. I only got a few grand. Well, maybe you can get in. Yes, you yes, know? yes, yes. All right. And of course they can get a gift too. We didn't mention that. That's right. And a lot of, they don't know that either. And they can borrow from their 401k in a lot of instances. And they don't know that either. What you and I think is normal things that everybody knows they don't. So please, please help Spread us share the, the word. word. Talk to them and let them know there's definitely, there's always options out there. So that's the number so, one barrier. The next barrier is 30, 38%. Well, actually, it's 33. Sorry, <laughs> I can't read my own writing. <laughs> 33% say they can't qualify for a mortgage. What the heck? I don't know what they're thinking there either. I mean, I mean, unless I've spoken to somebody who said that, but you guys all know, tell them to get a second opinion. Yeah, I mean, Us. you know what? Guidelines are loosening up. A lot. A Guidelines lot. have I mean, really loosened now up. Now, we have programs now where we go down to like 500. Right. But and we can go to a 50% debt ratio and if you in call, a lot of cases. And, if you call, and sometimes even more. Listen, if you call me with all your 500 borrowers and nobody else, I'm going to hang up on you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll never hang up on anybody. <laughs> but, that, but the bottom but line But they're is, out there. That's they're in, out there. That's an incorrect so, thing. Yeah, so who they, says they can't qualify? Right. You know, maybe if their credit scores are two. Tell them to call us. Tell them to it. talk to even, us. Even the bank state programs now And are we're not going to run their credit right away. That's the other thing I, I found that people think, you know, they're afraid to call. Right. Um, um, I was just because they think we're going to take an application fee recently. that we can't collect anymore. And, and they think I'm going to run. First thing I'm going to do is run credit. No, the last thing I'm going to do is run credit. I'm going to qualify them first. I'm going to run through a series of questions. I'm going to make sure these You're people prick their understand. And take their vitals. Yes. Yes. And, and if and it it's not going to work right now, one of the first hurt. things I say to them is, do you know what your credit score is? Because I'm going to work on what they think it is. And most of the time they say, well, you know, Credit Karma says this. That gives me an idea. That gives me a snapshot for right now. Or they say, you know, my Capital One card, you know, gives right. me, right. you know, and I, that's good enough for me for right now. Let's just get the ball rolling with that. That's good. All yeah. right. Let's move on with our statistics and our research. So. All right, 28% of them say that it's more convenient to rent. Okay, maybe. 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 Most of the time they want to do that because they don't want to cut the grass, they don't want to take care of the pool, they don't want to trim the bushes, they don't want to do that kind of stuff. Then buy a townhome. Yeah. Then buy a condo. Exactly. <laughs> buy something or, that, that somebody else Or hire a long guy. My long guy's so good and cheap. Yeah. It's See? crazy. Yeah. See? Yeah. Um, they say but, it's, 26% say it's cheaper to rent. So we said, <laughs> so we looked at each other and we said, what are we going to say about that? No, Nothing. It's not. <laughs> no, we all no. know it's not. No. Rents have gone through the roof lately. Yes, and they continue to increase. You know, by buying and having a 30 year level fixed mortgage, wouldn't you sleep better at night knowing that next year your payment's not going to go up? Right. Your one year lease is going to go up. Right. And that's the danger of renting. When people say, oh, it's just so much easier or whatever. Yeah, but you know yep. what? Next year, <clears throat> I know what my payment is going to be. And if you're renting, your landlord can go up on your rent as soon as your lease I, is up. And I love this one. 23 or 24% say, I plan on moving soon. Well, maybe. Yeah. 
Where to? <laughs> I got to tell you. <laughs> to another rent? How many people have told you, yeah, I'm not keeping this house long, I'm moving. And then five years from now, they call you. They're still it? there. They're still in the house. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Can I refinance and pull some equity out because I want to put a pool in? <laughs> yeah. So. It's just fine. You might be moving. I mean, maybe your job says that. But, you know, think it right. through. Are you really going to move? No. People don't want to really move. Which kind of goes into the next one. 23% of the people say that owning, of our millennials here, 23% say owning is a big financial risk. All right. Can I? Not owning is a bigger I, financial yeah, risk. Yeah, because you're throwing rent away. You know yes. what? People who bought in 03, 04, 05 and wanted to sell in 08, 09, they, we get it. they lost. I we get, get it. it. But that was one segment of time. If you look at the long right. haul, if you're buying into real estate and you're going to hold for five years, mm -hmm. you know, statistics show that right. you're going to probably have a gain. I mean, I bought my first house at the, you know, probably during the worst time ever. And, and it's still sold for a couple thousand more after, you know, right. later. But so. in today's society, people who bought, let's say afterward, 2010, 2011, by now, there's quite a bit of appreciation. Even people who bought like in 2014, if they're selling it now, there's quite a bit of, of appreciation. So they think it's a big financial risk. I think no. the risk is to not to buy. The risk is the bigger, bigger financial risk is not buying because the, at the very least, and they're building up equity. Even if this isn't their dream home or whatever, um, or they think it might be a risk, they're building equity. They're putting money aside, and they're not just throwing it out the window like they are with rent. Right, and eleven percent of our surveyed people say they just prefer to rent. Whatever. Okay. Maybe their life is simpler. Maybe okay. Right. So that means eighty-nine percent of the people are willing to buy. There you go. So think Let's about go that, Mr. Realtors. those 89% of the agree. people because we could all use them. I agree. Forget about the that's other. That's it. Yeah, it's all good. So let's talk about... percent other. We're not sure what they mean by that. Yeah. That They're means moving to Mars. Those people are just don't want to talk to us. <laughs> they didn't want to tell us the real They're moving answer. to the International Space Center. So let's talk about upcoming community events. Now we covered all those Upcoming events that we have. I know. Um, the Ray's bus trip is coming up. Yes. If you haven't already signed up, you might want to do that. As you guys know, or if you don't it's know, sold out. our bus trips are are getting famous here. <laughs> and they sell out getting. pretty quickly. And they're very, very fun. They are fun. So this one is going to the um, Ray's game. It is August 3rd. August 3rd, Friday night. We're meeting at Johnny Brusco's with some appetizers. Johnny Brusco's, which is up there right on Duck's Road 54. Yes. Let me tell you the best part. The seats are in Section 205. They're kind of behind home plate at the club press level. Nice. Leather back seats. You know when yeah. you're walking around and you have to stop and turn around? Well, guess what? You don't. I'm going to tell you right now. You can't even buy the seat for the price that we're doing the whole trip for. So go online to WPBA.biz. I think there's a few seats left. One minute. Um, or rocks. And um, and it's a bus trip, and it takes, you know, you don't have to pay for parking or anything else. The bus there, we usually have some um, refreshments adult beverages, on board. refreshments on board, yes. as well as uh, Johnny Briscoe's, of course, appetizers ahead of time. And, and that's all included in your price, and it's a lot of fun. It's going to be a great time. And then, of course, we have Bowling for Boobs coming up. Bowling for Boobs, one of our favorite events. That is to um, the start of Breast Cancer Awareness Month, which is the month of October. We have it the last week in September. September, so it's September 25th, 25th. Tuesday it's night. Tuesday night. It's going to be great. Get your teams fun. together. This is a blast. Also Pre -sale look, look at WPBA.biz or WPBA.rocks. Just look up the event. You can see some pictures from last year. And you want and to talk about you wanted to talk about that veterans? Give the dates on that. July 26th, there is a veterans homeownership um, 
Fair at the West Pasco Board of Realtors, and it is for veterans. We're going to be talking about um, mortgages that they can get, um, home inspections, things like that. What are the options for a veteran? The VA loan right now is the best loan that's out there. Always has been, but it is such a good loan, and a lot of veterans either don't think that they um, can get it or they don't understand it at all. So we're there to uh, teach them and help them get through that. So if you know any veterans, there are some things. Please go to the um, West Pasco Board of Realtors Facebook page or website and share that flyer to oh, sure. the veterans. Okay, in so the here's area. the best part of our show. It's over. <laughs> share it, like it. Not the best part. <laughs> no, no here's the good Thank you for watching. But here's the good news you get to watch us again next week. So tune in. <laughs> same time, same place. Thank you, everybody, for watching. We are today and every day moving forward. We'll see you next week. Bye bye.